Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sunly Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and it is now, well, the day that I'm dropping this is going to be the ninth day of November 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Solo Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Hey, uh, I'm actually recording this on the night of the 8th of November. It is election night. And as I'm recording this, I do not know who won the presidential election. Now, I will say that that was not something... I thought I was going to be saying at this point. Um, It is a lot closer than I think a lot of people thought. And you listening to this in the future, you know one of three things will have happened. One, Hillary Clinton would be the president of the United States, president-elect of the United States. Two, Donald Trump would be the president-elect of the United States. Three, we are going to be in the middle of a nightmarish recount. Um, now, I want to tell you something. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. This is my third time starting this podcast up today. The first time I said something that was somewhat political. And do you know what? I don't want to be political at all, even though I have my definite political leanings in this podcast. This is not about politics. This is a place for you to go to when you are sick of politics. And believe me, there have been many, many reasons to be sick of politics in 2016 and to be sick of the election. And I want to be an island, whether you are a conservative, whether you are a liberal, whether you are a Clinton supporter, Trump supporter, Joe Stein supporter, Gary Johnson supporter, whomever you vote for. If you're, I know there are people who listen to this who are big Rubio supporters. I know there were Bernie bros listening to me. You're all welcome on this raft. I'm throwing you the life preserver. So that's one reason why I stopped and started again, because my own political beliefs started to seep through. And do you know what? I don't want to do that to you. And the other reason, the reason was the third attempt is the second time I burped. Kind of loudly. And it was early enough in the podcast, I can say, ah, screw it, let's start again. So as this election is going on, this is when, you know, the notion of not having baseball to turn to, to cling to, is one of the things that makes, well, makes this a little bit uh, nerve-wracking for your pal Sully. Well, it looks like Donald Trump just won Missouri, so there you go. So while we're talking about elections and ballots, let's talk a little bit about the election and the ballots we have for the awards. Now, baseball, I think, has done a really cool thing that they don't just have the awards of, you know, MVP, Cy Young Award, everything like that. That's just not, they don't just sort of announce it and with no... 
you know, just the way they used to. It's like, oh, we don't even know who the finalists are. We don't know who, who's up for it. You have a general idea who's going to be up for it. But they just were like, uh, okay, yeah. Um, it's Juan Gonzalez. Juan Gonzalez. Cy Young's Clements. Yeah. No, they, they announce who the nominees are. Now, I do believe if we could do this sort of vote counting as quickly as we're doing in the, you know, the national and the statewide election and everything like that, that we could do that for the ballots for the American League and National League, MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and all that stuff. And with that, tabulate the votes. And you know, my suggestion was to have it either be a, an award show or maybe in the first four games of the World Series to start handing out hardware. Either way, either way, wow, 16,000 votes separate for Clinton and Trump in Virginia. That's like a, 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 a raise game. Anyway, you take a look at the awards, but I am doing everything in my power to, to keep myself from watching this election stuff right now because there's not much I can do. I voted. Now, when you look at the picks, the, the nominees they have, if you were. Um, the Rookie of the Year in the National League. Before, but during the postseason, when there was a break, there was a, there was a dark day, I gave my, who I would vote for, for Cy Young MVP Rookie of the Year and for, um, uh, what's it called, and for Manager of the Year. And all of my picks are amongst the nominees except for one. And I, and I get it. Now, the, the one that I had as a pick was that I would have voted for and would have my vote and is not even one of the nominees is I had Jose Fernandez as my Cy Young Award winner. And I said absolutely unabashedly that the, my pick of Jose Fernandez as the Cy Young Award winner was sentimental. I admit that. I'm the first to admit that. And the fact that he's not one of the finalists makes me say, okay, maybe the voters aren't as sentimental as me or whatnot. I, I have no real problem. I don't have any problem with any of these nominees individually. Uh, I think Zach Britton not being a nominee for the Cy Young Award just shows that there is a shift in the thinking in terms of how there are certain votes. Because this was a year, I'm not saying I would give Zach Britton the Cy Young Award, but if you are going to have a Cy Young Award for a relief pitcher, the season that Zach Britton had was exactly the kind of season you would, that's the kind of season you would nominate. It was one of the best relief pitching season of all time. Now, obviously, it wasn't good enough for Buck Showalter to use in a do-or-die situation, but I digress. I digress. Now, the nominees they have for the American League Cy Young Award are Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber, and Rick Porcello of the Red Sox. If you had told me that the Red Sox would have a Cy Young contender at the beginning of this season... I would have probably put a lot of money on it being David Price. 
and not Porcello, who absolutely stunk up the joint his first year in Boston. Now, my pick to win the Cy Young Award when I had that off day, I said Corey Kluber. And that is, of course, before you, you put these votes in before the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the postseason begins. His wonderful postseason performance does not factor at all into this vote. Uh, I think he deserves it. And there you go. The National League, without my pick of Jose Fernandez, has Kyle Hendricks, Max Scherzer, and John Lester. Of those three, I give it to Scherzer. I think you can make, and I think I even made the argument before that Scherzer probably had the best all-around season. My sentimentality got to me when I gave it to Jose Fernandez. The interesting thing when you take a look at that, and you know that there is a possibility that Kyle Hendricks could indeed win the Cy Young Award. What I find interesting about that is going back to Game 7 of the World Series, the Indians were down, and Kyle Hendricks was pitching quite, quite well, and Joe Madden didn't let him pitch through the fifth. And wouldn't it be interesting in retrospect to look and say, like, man, if he wins the Cy Young Award, you think, you're the Cy Young Award winner, and you took him out in the fifth? In a game seven? That's just an interesting way to look at things there. Um, Scherzer would join the likes of Randy Johnson, Roy Halladay, Pedro Martinez, uh, Roger Clemens, and Gaylord Perry. If there's another one, forgive me, I'm slipping my mind of people who have won the Cy Young Award in both the American and the National League if he does indeed win it. John Lester winning it would be sweet for me as someone who is a lifelong Red Sox fan and always loved John Lester. Look, if Scherzer wins it, he deserves it. And just like Kluber, I think Kluber deserves it, and that would be his second Cy Young Award. Justin Verlander has already won it, obviously, and Porcello hasn't. Uh, I do think it's going to, I think it will go to both Kluber and will go to Scherzer of that bunch. The rookie of the year is pretty cut and dry in the National League. Corey Seager is the National League. He is, if I'm not mistaken, yes, he got uh, an MVP nomination as well. It's pretty darn clear that... Corey Seager is the National League Rookie of the Year. Kenta Medea, Trey Turner, both fine seasons, both bright futures for Los Angeles and for Washington, but Corey Seager should win it. The Manager of the Year, by the way, just so you know, if you hear clinking and clanking, I'm getting some plates out because I'm going to have some Chinese food tonight and watch the rest of the election here. So that's what that clinkety-clank you're hearing is all about. Uh, the manager of the year, man, I mean, it's kind of, to me, both of the manager of the years are cut and dry. I mean, it almost has to be Dave Roberts and Terry Francona. Now, it's very, very clear, however, that the manager of the year award is awarded based not upon their postseason because Buck Showalter is one of the nominees, and we all know he basically managed the Baltimore Orioles out of the wild card game. All right, I digress. That's got to go to Terry Francona. Not, I mean, the, the fact that he won the American League East 
with relative ease despite losing his number two and three starting pitchers and most of his outfield. I mean, holy Toledo. The National League, I also think, has to be Dave Roberts based upon the fact that he was, you know, basically didn't get to use uh, Clayton Kershaw for giant chunks of the year, nor his entire starting pitching staff, and yet won the National League West with ease. Joe Madden, of course, won last year. He's won before. You know, uh, he's not going to win it. And Dusty Baker has won several times before, and he's not going to win it. I mean, that's pretty, there's not a lot of suspense right there. Now, the National League most valuable player, Corey Seager, you know, will Cor- if Corey Seager wins the MVP, and he does have an argument, he'll join Ichiro and join Freddie Lynn as those who have won the Rookie of the Year and the MVP in the same season. It's not going to happen. It's going to go to Chris Bryant and not to Daniel Murphy either. It's going to go to Chris Bryant of the Cubs. The American League rookie, um, MVP is in many ways, look, it, it's, it's really interesting. As a Red Sox fan, you'd think I'd be jumping up and down from Mookie Betts. And I love me my Mookie Betts. I really do. Mookie Betts is one of the Red Sox who actually showed up for the postseason. Mookie Betts is going to be a Red Sox hopefully for a long, long time. Mookie Betts is the man who took the sting out of the name Mookie in Boston. And as fun a name as Mookie may be, Mookie is a name that makes Boston fans, even after three World Series, go, (laughs) yet, despite being a player who had a wonderful season and should get MVP votes, he's not the most valuable player. He's not. The Red Sox were on the great tear at the end to win the division. Remember, the Red Sox won the division this year. Hanley Ramirez was the one who carried him to the finish line. Jose Altuve of the Astros, great season. Great, great season. I think he's going to be a 3,000-hit player. I think he's, going to, he's already a wonderful player, already become one of my favorite players in baseball. But you can't use the, well, the, you know, how they do in the regular season, how they make it to the postseason and everything, argument with Jose Altuve because the Astros faded down the stretch, as did Altuve. Which leaves us with Mike Trout. Yeah, the Angels stunk this year. The Angels stunk with a capital stink. By the way, I got to check one thing because if I say something on here and it's factually, it's, and, and I'm not 100% right, people get on me. People get on your pal Sully left and right. So I'm going to Jose Altuve, and I'm double-checking something. I'm going to check his splits, shall I? Because he led the league in hitting. He led the league in hits. He, gets, he had many, many great, great. I mean, he was a tremendous player. Tremendous player. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, he, his lowest average, his lowest OPS, his lowest slugging, his lowest on base, all of his lowest totals, were in the final month of the season as the Astros faded out. Not to say he had a bad year, not by any stretch of the imagination. I have no problem with him being one of the finalists. 
But I would have a problem if he won the MVP over Mike Trout. The reason I'd have a problem with him winning the MVP over Mike Trout is because Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Mike Trout had the best overall season in baseball. Mike Trout had the best... It just There's not one category, whether you like traditional stats or whether you like sabermetric stats, whether you like the eyeball test, whether you like, oh, what does he mean for his team? They're, they're all points to him. Now, the fact that he, the worst case scenario is him finishing third in the MVP votes. That means every single full season he's played, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, he is a top three MVP candidate. And I believe should win this year. He, there's nothing he can't do. And there's nothing that he doesn't do. And even some of his flaws, he's cut down on, like, he's cut down on his strikeouts. He had 50 fewer strikeouts than he did two years ago. And 20 fewer strikeouts from a year before. Raises his average. Raises his on-base percentage. Matched his OPS. Led the league in OPS+. plus, Led the league in runs scored, if you still dig that. 29 homers and 100 RBIs, if you still dig that. All these things he does as close to perfectly as you can. He is the best player in baseball, the best player in the American League, and I will not punish him because he has a crap team around him. So, guess what? I don't know who you want to have win this election that's going on right now. I don't know where your ballot falls, and I've made an effort to keep my own personal politics out of this podcast and certainly out of this episode. But I will not be neutral. And I am going against what you would think my personal interest would be and not being cheering on Mookie Betts. You would say, Sully, you're a Red Sox fan. Aren't you for Mookie Betts? I said, no, I am not. You should vote country ahead of party, and you should vote value over your team loyalty. Looks like Trump just won Ohio. Well, there you go. Anyway, so this election is going to go on. I'm going to continue watching it. I'm going to have my own personal feelings, but this isn't Sully politics. This is Sully baseball. And my feelings are strong for someone who last name starts with T-R and is one syllable. And I think he makes the American League great again. And that would be Mike Trout. As for anyone else, you know, I'm not really going to go there right now. I just really can't. So I'm going to check in when this election's over. Because I just can't leave you hanging, in case you don't know. Wouldn't that be wild? Wouldn't that be wild if someone out there is like, I'm going to wait for the Sully Baseball Daily podcast in order to find out who won the election? I would feel badly for anyone who did that. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. Well, 
That was an interesting night. I'm going to bed. Well, this was quite a night. And it is not the same as a World Series result because there are long-reaching ramifications no matter who wins. This is a very interesting night indeed. So, um, I need to go to bed. And I also need to post a podcast, as I do every single day. So, go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaluski. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast on Election Night 2016, a night that is going to be remembered for a long, long, long time. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Don't call me Mr. President. You can call me Sullivan.